Hello again, and welcome to another exciting Bible talk. So, last time we spoke about the nobleman, the important nobleman who had a son who wasn't well, and how Jesus cured his little boy. And the time before that, we looked at Jesus turning the water into wine. And these people were in need of help. So what we're going to do, again, with our Bibles in front of us, we are going to be looking at another exciting time about how Jesus helped people. Now this incident is taken from the Gospel of John and chapter 5. And so, Jesus is healing people again. So, after this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. So there we have it, a map in front of us. There is Jesus and he lives in this area around the Sea of Galilee and he journeys down to Jerusalem because this was a very special time. A time in which people from different parts of the country would gather in Jerusalem and go to the temple to talk and to pray and to think about God and their lives. So Jesus arrives in Jerusalem. Now, there was a particular place in Jerusalem called the Pool of Bethesda. Now, there at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, there was a pool which is called, in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda. Now, the word Beth means house. That's the clue. And Esther means mercy or grace. So, Jesus goes to a place, a pool called Bethesda, which means the house of mercy or grace. Now, this is important because there were lots of people who sat around that pool. But there was a problem. Because these people were all sick. They weren't very well at all. There were many who couldn't walk. Some who were blind. Some who had different illnesses. And they were sat around that pool. Why? Well, remember the name. Beth Esther. House of mercy or house of grace. What's mercy? What's grace? Well, the word grace means undeserved favor. In other words, if someone does something for you, 
They do it because they're kind, not because you deserve it. And all these people, they want to have the mercy or the grace of God. They want a gift. They want to be helped. So they go to a place called Bethesda. Now there was something special about this place, place Bethesda. Now in this pool, there were five porches where people would sit, they would talk, and they would look for something really special to happen. Because once in a while, the water would begin to ripple and bubble and move. And at that time, it was moved because of the power of God, because of an angel. And when the water started to move and bubble and ripple, the first person who got into that water, they would be cured. If they couldn't walk, if they had a problem mentally, certainly physical health, and they would sit and they would watch to see. It wouldn't happen all the time, but once in a while. And so they gathered there around the pool hoping and praying that God would help them to get better. So, in these, these lay a great multitude of people who were blind, they couldn't walk, they had a withered hand, and they were waiting for the, for the water to move. Because an angel would go and cause the water to move and the first person would go and they would be healed now there was a particular man who was by the pool this man had a problem he couldn't walk Jesus came by. Now this man, he couldn't walk. The Bible says that he couldn't walk. He was ill for 38 years. Just think of it. 38 years. He was ill. He couldn't walk. And Jesus says, do you want to be cured? That's an interesting question, isn't it? Do you want to be cured? We said before, didn't we, that Jesus asks really interesting questions. Why do you think Jesus asked him that? Well, maybe this man had given up hope. He was there for 38 years. Maybe he had given up hope. Maybe he didn't believe in God's grace or God's mercy anymore because 
it was so difficult for him to to have or, or to, to experience and a certain man was there which had the infirmity 30 and 8 years when Jesus saw him and knew that he had now been there a long time he said unto him do you want to be cured? The man said, Sir, I have no one to help me into the pool. I'm just about ready to go when the water moves and somebody else gets there before me. I don't think I'm ever going to experience the grace or the mercy of God. Oh, you know what Jesus says? He says, arise. Take up your bed. And you know what the man did? He stood up. He rolled up his bed. And he started to walk. And, and all this... this all these people who saw this man, he was there for 38 years. They said, hey, is that really you, our friend? You're walking. And the man said, you'd never guess what happened. This man told me to stand up and roll up my bed and, and walk. And I can walk. This man, he's healed me. He was so excited. He was so excited. Oh, but there was a problem. As he's walking, carrying his bed, the religious leaders said, hey, what are you doing working on the Sabbath day? You're not supposed to be working on the Sabbath day. You're not supposed to be carrying that bed. It's the Sabbath day. Who do you think you are? You're breaking God's law. You're not supposed to be doing that on the Sabbath day. The man said, well, this man told me to stand up and to carry my bed. He's healed me. Who was this man? What was his name? I'm afraid I don't know. I don't know who he was. I don't know his name. He just asked, told me to stand up. And I stood up. He cured me. Mm, said the man. The men. This should never happen carrying your bed working on the sabbath day god won't be pleased with you the man said i don't know all i know is this man made me well mm. you're not supposed to be working on the sabbath day This made the man rather sad because all he knew is that he wanted 
believe in God's grace and God's mercy. A little later on, Jesus meets the man and the verse says, after Jesus finds this man in the temple and said, live a good life, don't sin, follow God. It's me who made you well. Go in peace. And that man was so excited. He jumped for joy. Jesus also spoke to the people about God, about the kingdom, about how they should live their lives. He spoke to them about God's mercy and God's grace. That was lovely, wasn't it? That God wants to do so many good things for us if we listen to what he says and if we do the things that God wants us to do. To be wise and to be obedient and to put God first in our lives. That's so important, isn't it? But oh dear, there were other people who also came to Jesus and said, mm, Oh, you're the fellow, you're the fellow who encourages people to work on the Sabbath day. Hmm. This is not right at all. Jesus said to these religious leaders, I am working for God. I am talking to people about the mercy and the grace of God because I want to show grace to people who want to walk in God's ways. The word grace, undeserved favor. We don't deserve God's favor, but God in his love wants to show us his grace and his favor for us. And Jesus would wanted to show people that even though they didn't deserve God's mercy and God's grace and God's love, he wanted to show them that one day God's kingdom would be set up on earth and he wants us all to be there. God and Jesus has shown us kindness favor and so God wants us to show to other people kindness and favor so that's the message for us today so far we've looked 
in the Gospel of John at the miracles of Jesus. We've looked at how he turned the water into wine. We looked how he cured, he healed the nobleman's boy who wasn't well at all, who was about to die. And now we've looked at how Jesus would show that man grace and favor because he couldn't walk. Whatever our situation, whatever our circumstances, God wants to show us his divine favor, his grace. So that's the lesson. Next time, we'll see a little more about how Jesus helped people and how he wants to show us how we should live. Until next time, see you very soon. Bye-bye for now.